Renew You, the evolution of her podcast, where we discuss empowering high-performing women, including moms, career business women, and entrepreneurs, to stress less and live more healthy and balanced. I'm your host, Rachel Holtz, holistic fat loss and lifestyle transformation coach. Every Monday, join me as we explore simple stress-reducing and hormone balancing strategies to support natural weight loss, healing, optimal health, and well-being. Together, we'll dive into the four pillars of wellness to help you feel your best on the inside and out. As a holistic lifestyle and transformation coach, I specialize in women's fat loss, metabolism, and hormone health by targeting the root cause. Let's reclaim our bodies, health, and lives by understanding how stress impacts our hormones, health, and happiness. So are you ready to renew yourself and live a life with less stress, more balance, and vibrant health? If so, let's dive in. So today, ladies, we're going to talk about what happens when life happens. So last week, if you were paying attention, there wasn't a podcast episode. And uh, I actually had planned on doing a part two to the previous episode, episode five, where we talked about mindset and motivation, right? Dopamine, how it's responsible for the pleasure and satisfaction and how, you know, it affects your motivation and so on and so forth, low energy, poor digestion and all that. Um, and I really, really, really wanted to do a part two to that, but, um, something came up. And so I was like, okay, well, do I do a part two this week on, you know, missing a week or do I really talk about what happens when life happens? Because that's why I didn't do the episode. So to be authentic, I decided to talk about what happens when life happens because that's what really causes us to have a lot of stress, right? Stress inducing uh, situations that uh, we just tend to live with and go on about our day like, you know, it doesn't matter, it didn't happen. But um, anyway, so just to kind of give, give you a little backstory, um, like I said on the intro, you know, my plan or my goal is to drop an episode every Monday. Um, but that last week I didn't have an opportunity to do that because I had some time constraints that were out of my control and, um, I just couldn't do it. Well, I'm not going to say I couldn't do it. I probably could have done it, but you know, in staying true to myself and to what I teach, um, I decided not to put the pressure, um, and undue stress on myself and to push it off until today. Now, could I have done it on Tuesday? Probably could I have done it on Wednesday? Yes. Could I have done it on Thursday? Uh, yeah, I actually had a little bit of time. I could have did it on Thursday, but again, I just wanted to wait um, until today to drop the episode and really talk about, um, you know, instead of, uh, trying to squeeze it in, right. Because that's actually, uh, actually extra pressure and stress that I didn't really need it on my play at that time. I just pushed it out till Monday, which is today. Right. Um, and stick with the schedule programming. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about three stress reducing tips are, you know, things that you could do when things don't go as planned, right? What happens when life happens? And actually the process that I went through when I was going, um, thinking about, right. Putting pressure on myself, <laughs> trying to meet the deadline. And I was like, Nope, I'm going to actually discuss this because this is actually what happens. And so one of the things are, or step one is, um, you know, reframing the situation, focus on what you can control and let go of what you can't control. So, um, again, we 
when it comes to stress management and how it affects us, there are things that are in our control and things that are out of our control. And so the things that I focus on when it comes to, you know, um, the transformation process with my clients is I focus on the part that you can't control because you can't control everything. But what you can control is how you respond to it, right? What we always hear and how you can support your body through the process. And so um, by me not being able to control the situation, right? Um, what I did was I controlled what I was able to do. And that was number one, to push it out until today. And number two, to support, you know, your body with nutrition and whatever else uh, that's helpful to help that will help calm the situation, um, whether it's lifestyle, you know, uh, meditation and different things. And we'll get into that in in the next, uh, the next step when we talk about mindfulness, but, um, that's the main thing with that, right? Reframing the situation, focus on what you can control and let go of, of what you can't. And to really focus on that, let go of what you cannot control. Um, and you just can't, right? So again, there's some stressors you can control. There's others that you can't, what you can do, you do, but you don't want to be stressed out in doing that either. So <laughs> be mindful of that, right? So the next one is use positive self-talk to reframe the situation and see it as an opportunity to learn and grow. So again, you know, I, I thought about it. I was like, well, okay, you know, went through this little self-talk you know, with myself, like, well, you know, kind of felt defeated a little bit because it was like, I wanted to meet the deadline, you know, on Monday, you know, just being real. And, you know, it's a new podcast and I wanted to be consistent. And, um, you know, those of you that are tuning in for the first, second, third time, it's just like, oh no, you know, you're waiting for the episode. Where did she go? Well, she didn't show up on Monday. So what does that mean? Right. Kind of flaky. Well, no, not really. Um, like I said, use positive self-talk to say, Hey, you know what? Life happens. That's why I wanted to do this episode today. It's real. Life happens. I couldn't make it. Um, and I wasn't going to stress myself out about it. Right. I wanted to push it out to Monday to give you a real life example of what to do when things are out of your control. I reframed that situation to where I didn't feel bad about it. I got a good night's sleep and I saw it as an opportunity to learn, to learn and grow, meaning you know, um, uh, again, you know, looking at different positive ways that I can adjust. Right. I really didn't want to do, um, and I thought about it, right. Pre-recorded, um, episodes of the podcast. Like, you know, that's the things that, you know, you make sure, you know, it reads like a book and do pre-recorded, but then to me, that's like less authentic, right? Because you don't get to talk about things like what happens in real life, right? It's just, it just doesn't read like a book, right? These are things that happen to us on a daily basis. And what happens when things don't go like ABC or one, two, three, right? Because that's real. <laughs> and that's why I decided to um, do it the way that I did it. So anyway, and then uh, number three is to recognize that setbacks and challenges are, again, normal part of life and use them as an opportunity to rebuild, uh, to build resilience. And so that's what I did. Right. OK. How can we learn from this? Move on. Um, you know, are there some things that I probably could have done, you know, to put less stress on myself on the other side where I really couldn't control? Um, I thought about it and. um. No, I mean, you know, we have a choice every day, 
And so again, that's, that's what it is. And it is what it is. <laughs> so number two, practice mindfulness, um, bringing your attention to the present moment and avoiding dwelling on the past or really worrying about it in the future. So being mindful or, you know, mindfulness is a big thing in the health and wellness industry right now, you know, especially as it relates to uh, meditation and, and deep breathing and different things like that. And I'm all for that. Right. Um, the main thing is about being present in the moment and avoid dwelling, being present in the moment and avoid dwelling because dwelling actually adds stress by us focusing on Oh, I wish I should have, could have, how come I didn't, um, do something different. And, you know, I guess really trying to be perfect and pleasing to where it just becomes a, a never ending cycle of, uh, just gr grueling, you know, pain. And again, <laughs> it adds stress, unnecessary stress where it doesn't need to be, you know, worrying about the past and uh, about the future, you know, oh my gosh, you know, what will they think? And will they tune in? Will they not tune in? Um, you know, when you probably haven't even given it a second thought, right? And so again, you know, dwelling, avoid dwelling on the past and worrying about the future things that you can't control. And to be honest with you, it's probably not that big of a deal. Um, number two, using deep breathing exercises or meditation to calm your mind and body. Now, here is a huge one. Like I said, and it's huge in the health and wellness industry right now, focusing on meditation, yoga, and all that kind of stuff. Deep breathing to help calm your mind and body. Does it work? Absolutely. Does it take some practice? 100%. Um, you know, just like any other exercise, deep breathing and, and um, we're like really zoning in on focusing because that's what you're doing is calming your central nervous system and the best example that I could give if you're a swimmer know how to swim is um, floating versus treading water right think about how many muscles and how much activity or you know how involved you are in treading water right versus floating right it's a different type of concentration. It's a different type of focus. But think about what happens to the body when you float, right? When you're treading water, generally your head is just above the water. Your shoulders and your legs and everything else are below the water or beneath the surface. But when you're floating, just think about how relaxed you are. You're breathing, right? If you really focus on listening to your breathing, you're focusing on just relaxing your body that's the type of focus that's the type of concentration you need to have when you're talking about the deep breathing exercises because it's it's that thing that focus that zoning in is what helps to calm your central nervous system calm your mind and body down not just sitting there with your legs crossed counting to 10 or doing it for 30 minutes or something like that it's a it's an involved exercise just like anything else right? Not just going through the motions, not just saying, Hey, I went to the gym. I did 20 jumping jacks or whatever, but the intensity is greater. Like, and I also teach, you know, in my fitness programming, um, body awareness that when you focus on the muscle as you're supposed to, the intensity is greater, right? You're feeling that because now the mind is connected to the muscle. The intensity is greater. You don't need to do as many 
right? It's just going through the motion and the results come so much quicker because the focus is there. So keep that in mind when it comes to my mindfulness. And the next thing is, you know, practice gratitude and focus on the positive aspects of your life. So again, you know, I am, you know, the positivity queen over here, right? Always positive. Try to be positive in every situation because there's always something good that's going to come out on come out of it. You just got to look for it. And so I thought about the positive and the positive was this, right? Being able to share with you authentically what happens when life happens and things don't go as planned. What do you do about it? Right. Um, that's the positive that I pulled out of it. Like, how can I spin this? Right. <laughs> how can I spin this? Cause I, how can I spin it? How can I reframe the situation? Because I didn't show up right to make it be authentic and make it to, you know, uh, so you'll be able to connect with it in a real life situation. And that's what I came up with. Right. So win, win for everybody. Right. No stress for me. You get a, a real life example of what happens and it just works. Okay. So number three is, uh, connecting with others. Um, now, depending on how stressful the situation is or, you know, what happens when life happens, you know, you do want to have a support system if you don't have one family, friends or other, you know, professional, you know, if, if you if you have counseling or, or whatever. But, you know, you don't have to have a whole lot of friends, but you know who they are. Right. The people, that person that you can call. You're like, you know what? I don't, you know, may not talk to them all the time, but the minute they see your number on the phone or ring, they, they may not answer somebody else's call. They may, may only answer texts, but when they see your number pop up and the same thing for you, right? You'll answer it like, Oh, I, I know, I know they must be calling for some reason. I heard from them in six months, but you know, you just pick up where you left off. That's the connection that I'm, that I'm talking about, right? That true blue, tell you the truth in anything type of friend, right? even if it hurts your feelings, but you love and trust them enough to know that, that they have your interest at heart and, uh, avoid isolating yourself. Um, and instead connect again with others who can provide encouragement and different perspective. So, you know, again, and depending on the situation, right. Sometimes we kind we can get in our own head and talk about things, um, that can add, more stress to the situation or make it worse or you know you can work through it and uh, you really don't need to involve anybody else right but at least you want to have it there as an option if you need it and then um yeah you know that that's just the main thing with that right um and we, by you going through situation you know um practicing empathy and offer support you know to others who may be experiencing similar challenges so Again, even though this is a situation when life happens, sometimes when you go through a situation and how you handle it can help other people handle it because everybody has different experiences. Everybody has different ways that they go about it. And it's all about, you know, learning, learning um, and growing together, right? Learning from each other. You know, you pick and choose what applies to your life because they're all principles anyway, right? Just because that works for you doesn't mean it. It can't work for uh, work for you. Doesn't mean it can't work for me. That just you know, because my life may be different. But at the same time, just keep an open mind and listening to what others have to say about a situation and you know where you can apply it to help you. Of course, right? Try it. That's what it's all about, right? And keep what you can uh, or what works for you, and not uh, get rid of what doesn't, right? Um, the main thing is just we want to stress less and live more, right? <laughs> stress less and live more as much as we can because you know life has problems of its own so um 
One other thing I wanted to bring up was how to identify when you're feeling stressed and what are your triggers. So I will leave you with that. Um, If you don't know what your triggers are, I highly encourage you to think about them, right? And your triggers are things or what we call buttons or things that people lean or that lean on that trigger some type of response in you that makes you angry, mad, sad, happy or glad. All those are triggers, right? All anything that is is an emotional reaction to something that somebody else does or situation is a trigger right you're driving down the street somebody pulls in front of you you get pissed off and start flipping them the bird or whatever that's a trigger is it that person not necessarily there's something else that's going on but there what they did caused you to have a reaction when the trigger was actually what happened before that that caused you to be angry or whatever it is, and take it out on that person. So, but then again, that person just may not know how to drive. I don't know. <laughs> but um, the whole gist of the thing is be mindful of your triggers and how you respond. Again, really, it's really about your response to stress, not about what other people do, but your response to stress, how stress affects you. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's really about. Again, other people, you can't control what they do, but you can control how what they do affects you, right? You could just say, yeah, I'm not listening to this or, you know, I'm going to walk away. Boundaries, toxic friends, toxic relationships, all of that. Those are triggers, right? Reframing the situation as an opportunity for you to learn and grow. Uh, These are things that we just talked about earlier, Uh, techniques for practicing mindfulness, including deep breathing exercises and meditation and anything else. Right. Uh, Again, those are just big things that are in the industry right now. That's why I talked about them. But there are different things like you could just take a walk, look at nature. Right. Uh, Listen to water. That's another thing. You know, that's something that I do. I'm really not into the whole yoga meditation thing. Um, Not that I don't think that it works, but there I just found some other things that work better for me. And so that's what I choose to do. So I encourage you to find your thing, right? What is your thing that helps to calm you down? Is it just turning off the lights, you know, putting in some lavender, uh, listening to some spa music, get some white noise? Like, what is your thing? Do you paint? Do you paint by numbers? Do you crochet? Do you cook? You know, some people cook, right? They don't necessarily eat it, but I I have a client who, um, you know, he, he's an accountant. He actually cooks right? Because it's de-stressing for him, right? He enjoys, he just loses, you know, I don't know what it is for him, but hey, if it works for you, it works. And that's what you need to find. So, um, and then the importance of seeking support from others, including family and friends or other professionals uh, or, or counselor or whatever, depending on how severe your situation is, that will um, help you na- navigate the situation. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode of what to do with life happens, how to stress less and live more. And to remind you that remember with the renew you, I'm on a mission to empower and inspire 1 million women in midlife to transform their bodies, health and life by nourishing their minds and bodies in ways that produce optimal health, healing, um, and mental, uh, health physical health and well-being, right? Just help to improve the whole mind and body situation. That's what it's all about. So if you know anybody that you think would be interested in joining, um, 
have them click the link. Um, join my private Facebook group, Menopause and Weight Loss, Renew Your Revolution. Although I'm probably going to change that name to Menopause and Weight Loss. It's something else. I don't know. Just doesn't sit right with me on that. But because uh, I think there's more to it. Like people have this neg- negative connotation with menopause. And I don't really want it to be about that. Um, but there are a lot of hormonal symptoms that go along with that. So I'm kind of toying with that. Um, anyway, so that's what we are right now is menopause and weight loss, renew you revolution. Um, you can, again, you can find me on Facebook, Rachel Holtz, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-H-U-L-T-Z. There actually is a link on my page where you can go and ask to join the group. You can subscribe to this podcast. Um, I would love for you to subscribe and I appreciate if you like, share, and comment. Um, just let me know that you listen to it on my page. That will be helpful and encouraging. So again, thank you for joining. I hope you got something out of it. And until next time, be good to yourself, to your loved ones and each other. Talk to you soon.